0: This is Think Out Loud on OPB. I'm Dave Miller. The Deschutes County Fair and Rodeo starts tomorrow. It goes through the weekend. For the first time in its history, as reported recently by the Bend Bulletin, it'll feature drone light shows. Hundreds of drones with LED lights programmed to make designs in the night sky. Jonathan Sigali is the CEO of Idaho-based Go Drone Shows, which is putting on these nightly events. He joins us now to talk about this growing industry. Jonathan, welcome.
1: Thanks, Dave.
0: How are you? Doing great. Thanks for joining us. For people who haven't seen a drone light show, can you just describe what they look like?
1: Yeah. You know, a lot of people see them online, um, it, but in person, it's a little bit different. Uh, you see images, pixels flying in the sky, uh, making different types of, uh, you know, geometrical shapes, logos. Uh, you know, it's really fun, really, really exciting to see. It sounds like a bunch of pissed off bees, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I was
0: going to ask you what it sounds like, because, I mean, one drone, as you say, can sound like a, uh, an angry bee so 300 is just 300 times that
1: 300 times that i mean you're you're not getting super loud um nothing that's going to we've flown on ranches where we have livestock that we want to make sure we're not we're not scaring them it's fine with that it's just it definitely is a different type of sound
0: you have a background as an event producer why did you decide to make the switch and start focusing exclusively on drone light shows
1: Well, the thought was we were going to add them to our events as an add-on. Uh, it was going to be something that different that would that would separate us from uh, uh, other event producers. As we started going down that path, we just found a, a stronger, and stronger passion with it. And it, as you know, public events that are usually free to the public are getting harder and harder to produce, um, and the attendance, and you know, just trying to get people's attention to go to some of these things. And drones is a new medium that allowed us to kind of get on something that was cutting edge. And our staff seemed to to love it. And where the staff goes, I go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Am I right that this means a big capital outlay that with with fireworks I imagine you could just you could buy them for a show but here you just have to have your drones your whole fleet of them
1: Absolutely uh so it's not something that existed 5 7 years ago uh so there is a there's a handful of drone producers out there manufacturers so there isn't a significant uh, inlay of cash. And depending on the type of drone that you go with, some are definitely more expensive than others, not including, you know, training, uh, software, designers. There isn't, you can't just go to Fiverr and have someone design a drone show for you. You have to really develop that. So it really is uh, a huge capital expenditure to to be able to even operate the drones. And then getting the shows after that is a whole nother, another, uh, Gambit of interesting experiences. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, um, we'll get to that in a second. But, but I mean, how much? If you don't mind me asking, d- did you pay for your drones, and how many drones did you buy when you said I- I'm going to go all in?
1: Um, we started with 200, um, and with that, you know, the average drone cost when we were purchasing them, you know, can, uh, depending on the quantity that you buy, can be anywhere from two to. 4,000 4,500. So, uh, it was significant, not to mention, you know, you have to have the trucks, the trailers, uh, you know, the the things you don't think about generators, all that adds up. And it, it it was North of a million. Hmm. Are you
0: happy you made, you made that switch?
1: Absolutely. I mean, the stuff that we've been able to do, the people we've been able to work with, uh, I remember my first. Firework show, um, being able to provide people's first drone shows has just been just been a blessing, if you will. It's it's seeing kids and, and adults alike. Um, it's hard for us to get wowed now, uh, and and being in this industry is being allowing us to to, to really wow customers again, wowing the public, and uh, yeah, it wasn't something that I really saw myself enjoying, but now that I'm doing it, I I, I love it. <laughs>
0: What advantages do you think drone light shows present compared to fireworks displays?
1: Firework displays, um, I believe, have their place. I mean, it's it's something that's iconic with certain uh, parts of the country. Uh, growing up in Idaho, uh, as you know, uh, it seems like we're always on fire. So uh, with that, you know, drone shows don't have that that component. Um I think a lot of times the fireworks that we are working with on that that type of scale they're very responsible they have to go through their permitting too they're working with fire departments they're they're really really good at what they do but there is that that chance, if you will. Um, not to mention, you know, as we have more and more uh, issues with PTSD and with animal control, uh, drones do provide a little bit different of uh, an approach to that. So we see a lot of real strong interest in relationships along coasts uh, where uh, there is fallout no matter what happens, but you have to have that cleanup for that fallout for the marine life, things like that. That's where that competitive advantage comes from. It's renewable energy. We're using batteries uh, we're we're charging them. And then we're reusing them over and over and again. So that's really nice. I don't have a lot of waste with that. So the advantages are definitely there. Uh, another thing is, is that they're pixels, right? So if you wanna fly Dave in the sky, we can fly Dave in the sky. If you wanted to fly a QR code to your to your uh, website, we could fly a QR code to your website. So sponsorship and information is really, really, the, probably the biggest competitive advantage over fireworks is that we're able to, to really portray a message. and most of these places that we're doing this stuff at also has an accompaniment with audio. And at that point, we can tell a story. So um, there's one where we did the old rugged flag, and we happen to have fireworks and drones in in conjunction on this one. And it told a really beautiful story.
0: Hmm. When you say pixels, meaning each drone is one dot? Correct. I mean, so 400 drones sounds like a lot of drones, but it I got to say, it doesn't sound like a lot of pixels. A a TV has millions of pixels. What does that mean in terms of the limitations of what you can show?
1: I think the big thing that we're running into is, uh, as far as the limitations concerned, is, yeah, there is a quantity component to it. But uh, the things that we're able to do and portray, our minds uh, really jump, jump to some pretty cool conclusions and allow us to really play with that. I think as we get more and more aggressive and more and more people enter the space, you'll start seeing things like a thousand drones at a time and, and whatnot. But we do get a lot of, uh, a lot of, out of those 400 drones, especially with force perspective, some of these, some of these images are as large as a football field, right? And you're able to see what's going on. Um, we've done things where we have created a grid kind of like a, a stock ticker and been able to tell uh messages relatively quick and be able to do a lot of stuff with that. And again, back to that point of a QR code, I mean, it's kind of funny, but kind of not, right, that the second these drones fly in the air, the first thing people do is pull out their phones and start recording it, right? Um, so having access to that and then having people being able to go to specific things and have that call to action uh, really do close the gaps of what we're allowed to do, too.
0: Hmm. Um, actually, it reminds me a little bit of like a 3D marching band in terms of creating a series of pictures with moving pieces. Yep. Although I'm not sure that marching bands make QR code designs with their trombones as they're running around a field.
1: Right. right. But uh, hey, you know what? You might have started something. If you're just
0: tuning in, I just want to remind folks that we're talking right now about drone light shows. They're going to be shows starting tomorrow night and going through the weekend at the Deschutes County Fair and Rodeo. There's a preview tonight. At Ben's Hayden Homes Amphitheater. Jonathan Segali is our guest. He is a CEO of Idaho-based Go Drone Shows, which is putting on these events. If an organizer is deciding between fireworks and drones, how does the price compare for a similarly sized show?
1: You know, you're seeing a little bit more expensive, uh, in life for a drone show just right now. And that's just because the amount of people in the market, uh, the availability of the drones, uh, you know, the limitation of how many drones are actually even in that market and, and, and are able to get there. Cause it's not something that you can just drop ship and let sit there for a couple weeks until you get your operators there. These things are working. So, uh, as of right now, we have three shows that we're doing, uh, in, in right next to you guys. We have some in Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey going on right now. We have operators all over the country. Um, so when you're dealing with that, it does become a little bit more expensive. Uh, you're probably seeing about thirty percent more expensive than what you would see for a, a, a fireworks show. Now that's come down dramatically over the last probably year, year and a half. I mean, for a two hundred drone show, when we were first starting in the industry, it was eighty thousand dollars. And so now you're seeing stuff more around that that 35-ish range. Um, and depending on how many nights you're doing, it actually gets a lot less because you've already kind of paid for us to be there in a way. So typically you're seeing for the second and third night, 20% of the first night. So that's when it starts to get more competitive with fireworks.
0: Can you give us a sense for what people in Central Oregon can see starting tonight and going through the week?
1: I, I I promised I wouldn't give away too much. Um, it's going to be definitely tied to, you know, the history of the fair, talking about things that are relative to the area. Um, and I think everybody will pre- be, be really excited. Uh, it's a couple hundred drones, so it's going to be a nice size show. Uh, you can see them from a pretty good distance away. Uh, if you are going to go see them, they are kind of like a movie screen. So just kind of keep that in mind. They're designed to be viewed from one direction. So really take a look and make sure that you're in the right spot for the viewing.
0: Oh, because otherwise, if, if you're 90 degrees off, you won't. You'll see something, see but it's not going to be the image. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a really big line. I wonder what that is. <laughs> right. Um, people seem to like it. People who aren't where I am. Um, if an organizer says, I want a horse or I want a hat that explodes or whatever, I mean, do you just, you say yes, we'll make that for you?
1: Absolutely, yeah. So, uh, I mean, there is some limitations to the quantities, right? So if you did want something, I use QR code because it's pretty universal. You need about 300 drones minimum to do a QR code. So with that said, you know we we're very conscious of how, what they're wanting and how many drones that they have in in their budget. So if they want a 3D duck like we did for Detroit Motor Show, you won't be able to do that with 100 drones. So we say, hey, yeah, we can create you a duck, but it's going to be 2D, right? I, but uh, what's the why
0: a duck at the Detroit Motor Show?
1: They've got that big yellow duck floating in the harbor. Okay. And so that's something that they wanted to put into the show. And I didn't understand it either until I saw it when I was down there. Then it made sense. But yeah, they got a duck floating in the harbor.
0: (laughs) Jonathan Segali, it was a pleasure talking with you. Thank you very much.
1: My pleasure. Have a great day.
0: You too. It's Jonathan Segali. He is the CEO of Go Drone Shows. They're putting on a series of drone light shows uh, starting tonight as a kind of preview at Ben's Hayden Homes Amphitheater. And then tomorrow night through the weekend at the Deschutes County Fair and Rodeo. Tomorrow on the show, sea otters used to thrive up and down the West Coast. But maritime hunting for their precious furs changed that. We're gonna hear about the push to reintroduce sea otters in Oregon for ecological and cultural reasons. There are a lot of ways you can get in touch with us if you have comments about what we have done or questions or suggestions for what we should cover. On Facebook, we are at OPBTOL. You can email us. We are thinkoutloud at opb.org. You can always leave us a voicemail. Our number is 503-293-1983. If you don't want to miss any of our shows, you can listen on the NPR One app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to do your podcast to get your podcasts. Our nightly rebroadcast is at 8 p.m. Thanks very much for tuning in to Think Out Loud on OPB and KLCC. I'm Dave Miller. We'll be back tomorrow. Think Out Loud is supported by Steve and Jan Oliva, the Rose E. Tucker Charitable Trust, Ray and Marilyn Johnson, and the Susan Hammer Fund of the Oregon Community Foundation.